Hello and welcome back to First Focus, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, where we seek to update the church members with events going on in the church. I'm your host, Troy Cash, and with me today is Carl Cease, who is, for the 2021 year, the new chair of our diaconate. Carl, hello. How are you? Hi, Troy. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. So we had a recent meeting to approve some new things with the diaconate. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well as some things that are going on, maybe even how some folks can be helpful as far as volunteerism goes. So what have some of the recent events with the diaconate entailed? Oh, goodness. Well, the most recent event, we had our final meeting of this year Mm -hmm. last night, and although it was not particularly exciting, we did go through the budget, and the budget was passed. The process this year has been more intensive and more thoughtful than it has in past years. Mm -hmm. With COVID going on and with the differences in how people are giving and the sources of the funding and all, it was a real, it was a difficult process to get the budget completed, but it was it was completed last week, and the diaconate mm-hmm. actually had a chance to see it before we had to vote on it and have a chance to study it and had some real good explanations by Matt Bogan, who mm-hmm. was uh, the finance chair committee for this year. Paul Kent spoke to some more specific questions, and it was approved. So that's uh, you know, that's an important process that's in great. life of a church. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the footwork that needs to be done isn't the most <laughs> exciting things, but they, they help us to do the exciting things. That's, that's it. That's it. If there's, if there's no resources, the Lord's work doesn't get done. I'm happy to say we've got a good budget. Some things were not included that had been hoped for, but that's always the case, and it just gives us more reason to be faithful on mm praying for the resources to come in, but it's a good budget. It's encouraging to hear that the giving and even the budget for the diaconate is moving forward and people have that heart to give and to allocate those resources to help out in the ways specifically that the diaconate is able to help out, especially when we have, I would imagine, higher needs during the time when we have more people at home. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to some of the ways that you've been ministering during the season of COVID? Sure, that's a, that's a great question. One thing, one ministry we started, I guess it was midsummer. our meal delivery ministry. Mm. Um, we have been delivering, I believe it's around 130 meals mm. a week. Most of the meals are going to our members who are shut in or due to health concerns or staying inside. Some might have been doing that pre-COVID, but they had mm-hmm. even less human contact with uh, with the COVID going on. Mm-hmm. So we're delivering the meals, and the meals are appreciated, but it's mm-hmm. really almost more so the the human the touch company. of someone from someone from the congregation showing yeah. up with a hot meal and being able to spend a few minutes of time with them and just share with them what's going on in the church. And the diaconate has been a part of that, but what's been real exciting is to see that members of the congregation have come forward and wanted to help with that. So Mm -hmm. we've got, We've just got a great group that show up at the kitchen door every Tuesday afternoon starting at 4 o'clock, start grabbing meals and hop in the vehicles and take off to deliver them. It's, It's beautiful to see. Yeah, it is. It's been encouraging to me to get to meet some of the folks that I've taken a meal to. And and like you said, they're just as excited, if not more excited, about having some good company and good conversation because it can be rare sometimes. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, that is one way that members of the church can be involved is if they wanted to deliver some meals. 
Do you have any other prevalent opportunities in mind for volunteer opportunities for members of the church? Oh, gosh. Um, We have a blood drive coming up this Friday noon. I believe it's located in the bridge. Okay. Um, And typically we wouldn't do a third one, but Roger Keene, who's chair of the Congregational Care Committee, Mm -hmm. found out via the Red Cross that a lot have been canceled because of Mm -hmm. COVID. So he and his committee got busy and have this set up. Um, starts at 12, and I know you can register through the Red Cross website if someone's interested in donating blood. Mm, sounds like that could be a, a pretty rare opportunity. If if a lot of these events are getting canceled and we're still able to have it, that might be a rare opportunity. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's a great great way to minister, although it's not for everyone, and I you know do understand that. You know, one thing, you know, the, the diaconate, you know, we are charged with overseeing the congregation as far as our physical and it's a mercy ministry Mm -hmm. and as such we we take care of the flock and although there's 54 of us 54 people looking for needs in a congregation our size Mm -hmm. things get overlooked Mm -hmm. so i you know it's it's always helpful if someone calls us and says hey such and such is Mm -hmm. is is having a hard time or you know have you thought about this as a possible area to minister in yeah so having having folks you know, be aware of the people in our congregation, what their needs are and how they yeah. might be served would just, would just be a huge help. Yeah. Do you have contact information on our church website? Yes. All the deacons' names and phone numbers, I believe, are shown on the website. It's mm. not real easy to find, mm. um, but they are out there. Lisa Ergel is mm-hmm. a great uh, place to send something. If you don't know where it's to go, Lisa will get it to the right place mm-hmm. very quickly. <laughs> she is good at that. <laughs> she's she's kind of the default place for me to send things I don't know what to do with, and she she ships them out quickly. Yes, and, and Lisa's email, for anyone interested, is L-E-A-R-G-L-E. That's L-Ergel at firstpresscolumbia.org. Of course, my email is... T cash that's T C A S H at firstpresscolumbia.org. And the people are welcome to send me an email. Uh, my email address is CBC, and that's C B C E A S E at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And that is for any ideas they might have or ways that they see we can minister to a need mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. our church. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, we, we are call to take care of the flock the physical needs and again many times we don't know of a need that's out there having eyes and ears to help us gather that information is Mm. is real valuable certainly if you can explain briefly what is maybe one challenge that you've seen recently in your area of ministry and then one thing that you've been encouraged by that you've seen recently that's a very good question Dr. Thomas was at our meeting last night, and he made the point, I, I believe it was him that said this, is that this past Sunday would make 26 Sundays in a row that we had been back at worship. And what a blessing that was, and it has been. But as a deacon, with all the changes and the, how the services mm-hmm. are laid out and the screening and the ushers mm-hmm. and the distancing and all, it's been it's very rare we've had more than two or three Sundays in a row that things have been the same. Mm. And we've had to be very agile in mm-hmm. training ushers, training the deacons on call, on what the changes are. Yeah, um, and it seems like protocols are constantly changing everywhere you go. They are. Yeah. And how, how the congregation's dismissed, there's, there's yeah. been some confusion about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a real challenge. Uh, we try to be as winsome as we can the, mm. and the, when someone comes to us asking questions that – 
you know, we're trying to keep everyone safe and uh, socially distanced mm-hmm. and disease free. So that's that's been that has been a challenge. Ed Tucker has been is the chairman of the worship committee for the diaconate and has done a great job keeping all that current and everyone trained as he can. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's it's a moving target, and that'll that'll continue on for a mm-hmm. period of time. Yeah. So that's that's been a challenge. What's been one way you've felt encouraged? You know, it's been it's been good to see the church come together in this. Yeah. It hasn't always been easy. We you know, we all hadn't agreed with each other on everything. Sure. Uh, and if that had been the case I'd really be concerned, but it's it kind of exacerbates yourself when you've got a situation like this. But mm. in spite of all the, the tension and the changes and the things that we're being forced to do that we might not want to do, I think the church is really holding together well. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, this is the sort of thing that from my perspective has got a, the potential to really just rip a church apart. And I yeah. don't, I don't sense that happening. Yeah. You know, it's been it's been difficult, and we've still got difficult ahead of us. But mm-hmm. I think everybody, from my perspective, is kind of buckled down in their own way and is is moving through it. And that's yeah. and that's good. That's good. There's a certain sense of resiliency that you feel when you attend some of the services, coming and going through different safety protocol and some of the things that may be inconvenient, like wearing a mask. We still desire to be together, mm-hmm. to worship together, and I've been encouraged by that too. I'm reading Joshua right now. As part of that, I'm using Dr. Davis's commentary on Joshua, yeah. and I think this was in chapter 11 or 12 I'm in now. He made a, a comment that a large part of the Christian life, and I'm not doing doing it justice because I certainly can't speak as well as he does, <laughs> but a, much of the Christian life was might be felt like we're plotting and that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. It's not perhaps how we'd like it, but a lot of it is the routine day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Get up, brush your teeth, wash your face, get in your car and go to work type thing. And that's probably more the norm now than it might usually be. Mm. Yeah. There's not a lot of glamorous opportunities right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, what is one way that we can be praying for you in the diaconate? That it, is a big, big question. And yeah. I'm going to take advantage of this and give you two. Please. Um, one is we've got a new group of uh, deacons coming in in January, and we've got a lot that the committee chairs would like to get done next year. And I just ask for the way be cleared for us to do those things. Yeah, that's a broad way of of putting it. You know, the financial needs that we have, the the, the time constraints that we all have. Yeah, that those those not be an issue for us. We've got a great group, uh, the ones that are continuing on in their terms. The new group that's coming in starting in twenty twenty one. We've just got a real good crowd. And I'm real excited about working with them, mm-hmm. but that we're successful in being able to serve the congregation in whatever form that takes. Mm-hmm. And the other prayer request is the meal ministry. Um, when we started it in July, June or July, whenever it was, there was no money earmarked for it in this year's budget. So we've been taking it out of the deacon's fund through the end of this year. The request we had for the meal ministry did not make it in the 2021 budget, understandably so. And I just asked that uh, the Lord give the church the resources from whatever source that might be to continue that ministry on. Mm. Right now, we're spending about $2,500 a month on the meals, and that's not an insignificant amount of money, and just uh, that we be able to keep that going through whatever resources we're given. 
Mm. Yeah, certainly. As I think about the diaconate being the hands and the feet of of the ministry of the church, and I I think it's appropriate to say that the hope that all the the areas of ministry that the diaconate has the, the privilege to do is that as the, the hands and feet, that the, the fingerprint they leave might be the, the fingerprint mm-hmm. of God himself. I and like that. I like that. You may never see the trace of the work of the diaconate, but hopefully what what's left is the fingerprint. That's right. I like God. that illustration. Yeah. yeah. Well, Carl, thanks for coming in. Oh, and, you are welcome. It's been a joy. Um, I've enjoyed it, and we are so grateful for the work that you do, for the work that the diaconate does. And, and we're eager to see how uh, he uses that ministry in 2021. Thank you so much, Troy. All right. Thank you. Thanks for joining us here on First Focus. If you'd like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they're released, download our app, FPC Cola, on the App Store or Google Play. We hope that you'll join us again next time. I'm Troy Cash, and until then, God bless.